0: It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Two thousand plus years ago, around this time, Jesus had died and resurrected. And then Jesus was making appearances, some of these appearances, to various people. And the appearances he made were not one day, one week. It lasted for as long as 50 days to make sure that all his enemies who wanted him to rot in the, in the grave saw him, heard of him, that he had arisen. That is how God is going to disappoint your enemies. Where they kept you and thought you will remain and get rotted. Clap your hands and say the devil is a liar. Hallelujah, can I preach in English and gang? Can I interpret it to myself? Where they left you to bottle, you will never bottle there. Hey, can I speak in tongues? Clap your hands and say, I will arise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Celebrate your resurrection and your rising. Sit down. Sit down. Number two. The appearances were not just to show himself to his enemies that he had a reason. But each appearance had a prophetic message for the church. And each appearance targeted at solving a particular problem that his people or God's children go through. Believe me. All the appearances. So he appeared at the shore of uh, Tiberias. Where Peter and his friends had backslidden, left the ministry of preaching, and they had gone into fishing, because for them that was the end of game. Once there, the master appeared and said, "Have you people got some food, not fish?" He was expecting already prepared food, of fish, bread, sauce, and vegetables. they said no meaning that all the savings they had done previously the savings were gone they didn't have anything in their bank account to prepare food so they had to come struggling that day they, they struggle and struggle they didn't get anything jesus christ showed them how to bring their struggles to an end after resurrection the one we will be looking at today is a very powerful one from John chapter number 20 which also goes to solve some particular problems that we go through or we face as sons and daughters of the most high so let me pick few verses from John chapter number 20 verse number 26 to 29 John chapter 20. After eight days, his disciples were again inside. So, around John chapter 20, Jesus had been showing himself for solid eight days. And this was the eighth day that he was visiting the disciples again. The first time he visited, one disciple, Thomas, was not in the group. So, Jesus came back again on the eighth day to come and prove a case and then Thomas was with them this time then Jesus came the doors being shut and stood in their midst and said peace to you then he said to Thomas reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side my wound, my scars. Do not be unbelieving, Thomas, but be believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Now his eyes were open. Now he had come face to face with the resurrected Messiah. Now he had found the proof. Now he was touching the proof. So he now surrenders and he says, My Lord. My God. Verse 29. Then Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Blessed are those who have never seen but yet have believed. Blessed are those who have not yet seen but have believed so I now know why God blesses me it's not because I am handsome or I am extraordinarily anointed but because unlike Thomas I wasn't there but I have believed you know why you didn't rejoice because you don't know I'm talking to you why are you here you are here because you have believed you are here because you heard and you have believed so I can pronounce blessed are you Blessed are you. No more curses. No more struggles. Clap your hands and shout and say, I am blessed because I believe. Blessed are those who have never seen. And you know who he's talking to? He's talking to us here. You better shout and receive my portion. I said, God is talking to you. I said, God says he's releasing blessing. Thomas wanted to see before believing. And he said, those of us who have never sinned But yet we believe, we are blessed If I were you, I would get up And go and tell somebody, when you see my enemies Tell them I'm blessed I believe Yes, Lord, I believe Go to somebody and tell them, see them tell Yes, them Lord, I believe Come on, Jesus You're the Son of God oh, Some people are sitting now. I'm shocked though Oh, but, I believe Jesus, Arena. please yes, help Yes, Lord Go to somebody and say I believe, yes, Lord, I believe. You're the of we'll sing the song again. So if the appearances of Jesus were meant to solve problems, what problems had Jesus come to solve? Number one. Number one. Jesus had come to solve their problem of fear. Their problem of fear. Number two, Jesus had appeared to solve the problem of confusion going on amongst them. Confusion in their minds and in their hearts. Number three, Jesus has shown up to deal with the spirit of shame. That was confronting the disciples around this time. Shame. So number one, fear. Two, confusion. Three, shame. And then number four, he had appeared to solve the problem of unbelief and doubt that had engulfed them particularly Brad Thomas. Popularly known as Uncle T. He had come to solve the problems. And, And please, don't think that you are bigger than those disciples or your faith is bigger and you are stronger. Please, I beg you better humble yourself because you and I would have been in the same soup in the same situation. Why should they not be afraid? Look at the guys who are so popular and big at the time Jesus Christ was there. They were pulling crowds, making miracles. you, You couldn't see Jesus Christ until you spoke to Philip. That's how powerful they were. Suddenly, the master had been taken away and then they were told that the soldiers and the religious leaders were looking for them. Why should they not be afraid? Genuine fear. And today, the Lord says, I shall let you know, sometimes you have to be afraid. It's, it's alright. But in the midst of your fear, know that there is a master who wants to make an appearance. So give, me, give him the chance to make the appearance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you clapping your hands? It's all right. It's all right. Who tells you that Apostle General you know, I don't fear sometimes? Oh, I do. When I laid the foundation of this mega building over there, when I you know, I, I, I'm not an architect. So, uh, the drawing that they presented, I couldn't read the drawing. Me, I always tell them, hey, translate the drawing into actuality. I appreciate the actual work. This, I never, hey, what is this? So when they broke the grounds and they laid the foundation, and then they said, Apostle, now we are finished. Come and see." I looked at them. I said, "Hey, who wants you to do, do, do this big thing here?" They said, they said, "That's what is on the paper. What we have translated." I'm telling you, fear gripped me. Oh, I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. So I said, "All right." if Jesus Christ has shown up at the foundation he will show up at the superstructure clap your hands and say my God will show up say Lord appear and Jesus appeared in your midst the doors were locked everything shut but Jesus Christ came there come on sometimes you are not ready for Jesus but you break through protocol and come into your life Am I prophesying to somebody? That's what the Lord will do in the month of May. He will break through protocol. Some of you, you are stiff. You are strong. You don't want to give him the chance. But Jesus will show up. He will appear unto you. Clap your hands and say, Fear. Depart. Anytime I call you, are you receiving a miracle right now? We'll come to it. We'll come to it. Please be seated, ladies and gentlemen. Before I saw superstructure, was rising all over the place first gallery, second gallery, pillars. I might, are your rods, concrete as. We were getting to superstructure. Then we started getting to roofing. I said, "Hey, and when they say roofing, roofing is the final roof that you find on the building. There will be something called trusses and some accompaniments called purlins. Hey, money be what? The offering camp, the offering will go. Tight camp, that will go. We'll go and credit materials." Now, we are almost done at the roof. We are ready to put the roof in there. Now, you know what I'm thinking about right now? Now, I'm no longer thinking about foundation because we have conquered foundation. Don't forget that I was afraid before. We have conquered superstructure even though I feared before. But the master has conquered superstructure. And so, we have conquered the roof because the roof is sitting there right now. Now, I'm thinking about the finishing. My spirit has gone beyond roof. I'm not thinking about finishing this auditorium. And you know what? Sometimes I fear it's normal. But the God who appeared, the Jesus who appeared on the day of resurrection, I came here to announce, may the Lord appear in your battle. Slap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. 50%. Can I mark you? Clap your hands and shout and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 70%. Clap your hands and say, Spirit of fear. Spirit of fear. As long as Jesus lives. As long as Jesus lives. My future is secure. My future is secure. Spirit of fear. Spirit of fear. Out. Out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I said, Out. Out. I said, Fear. 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 You are an incredible guy. Incredible. Sit down. Sit down. Lawyer. 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 Uh, Sydney. I'm telling you, God is solving problems here today. Oh, God is God is sorting our fears. Mama Sherry, God is sorting things out. Pastor Giffen, God is sorting things out, I'm telling you. I feel like I'm doing convention. You are afraid? It's okay to be afraid. It's normal. But what is not normal is to surrender your fears to the devil. When Jesus is appearing and showing up, may the Lord show up. May the Lord show up. So, so the resurrection appearance was to solve problems, so number one he was solving the problem of fear fear of the Sahindri, fear of the religious leaders fear of arrest and then number two, he was solving the problem of chaos and confusion around this time they were confused Thomas we saw Jesus, he's the reason Thomas hey, 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 hey. he has a have you seen somebody who dies and resurrects before Thomas around this time, two of his disciples they had left the camp, they were running away from Jerusalem to a house to go and hide. Confusion. Oh, sometimes it happens. It is your wedding, but somebody is detecting the wedding to create confusion. It's your father's funeral, but they don't want to give you any say. Because they say, hey, you, you have money? Okay. Well, they say, sit down, sit down there. From today, I settle every confusion in your life. Amen. Jesus had come to solve the problem of shame. And that was the most serious one. Peter around this time was a big man in town. Big man in town. Because Jesus Jesus was performing miracles. Remember, Jesus called them to full-time ministry. So for three years, they had never gone to fish. Suddenly, Peter goes to the fish. He catches fish and Peter is going to take the fish to the market to go and sell. There were people who will come and buy fish, not because they wanted to buy fish. But they have heard that Peter is not selling fish. So they are just coming to come on. And some of them, because they wanted to see Jesus, and Peter did not allow them. This is the time to revenge. Uh, Peter, Peter, then Peter will mention the price. Peter, today you see, you see, you you are selling fish. Shame. May you never drop from the height where the God places you. I receive it. Are you ready for this one? When the Lord raises you, may you remain there. I receive it. Any spirit to pull you down, clap your hands and shout, it will fail. It will fail. Say, it will never happen. It will not happen. Shout, yes. Yes. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. somebody is telling me that oh but Peter didn't need to go to the market his wife will go to the market remember his wife had also stopped going to the market because Peter was on full time and the offering and the tithes Jesus Christ was receiving was enough for Peter and his disciples and God was taking care of them uh-huh, uh-huh. so his wife too was not going to the market now Peter's wife shows up Mrs. Peter what are you doing here I came to sell fish. One of my sons arrived from overseas. After staying there for a long time, and uh, I said to him, so how do you want to start? He said, oh, Apostle know my mates from university, they are now big, big, big people in various, you know, uh, government, public services. So I'll contact one of them uh, who will connect me. So I said, is that okay? That's fine. I said, go in peace. He got to his classmate's office at around 10 a.m. He did not see his classmate until 3 p.m. And then finally, the classmate, now big man, sent his secretary to tell his mate. And I tell him, I'm so sorry, I cannot see him. Today is a very busy day for me. So 10 a.m. to 3 a.m., he left the man's office without seeing his classmate. So he came and told me, I said, is that, is that, is that it? What shame is this? I said, you go there again. The next time, it is he who will come and call you and ask for favor from you. And Anybody who has shown you, anybody who has been wicked to you, you are praying that they should die, but I've your prayer. They will not die. They will leave, and when they enter into an office, they will see you sitting at the head of the place. I receive, receive it. Receive your promotion. I you receive might. it. Oh, somebody I receive it. your promotion. I, I receive it. it. for you may those who despise you may they come and die before you oh I say to the glory of God's name our son is not bigger than the mate oh bigger 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 They despise you. They put you to shame. Get ready. The Lord is about to give you overtakers' anointing. You will travel with the speed of an antelope. I receive it. And you walk through the waters. I receive it. And no lion will be able to swallow you. Somebody say, I receive the word. I receive the word. Clap your hands and say, I receive the word. I receive the word. Shout, Yes. Yes are solving problems today, we are solving the problem of fear, genuine fear, expected fear. We are solving the problem of confusion, which has been created in your life and in your relationship. We are solving the problems from the first day. Oh, I, 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 am so sorry. I should do this during the administration, but I wanted to just get it now. From the first time, I set my eyes upon you when you participated in that competition. Then the Lord said to me, servant of God, that girl warned her that if she doesn't stay close to the oil and anointing, the devil will create confusion in her life, in every major area of her life, especially when she's expecting a breakthrough. you better increase that clap offering He came to solve their problem of unbelief. I will be going more into 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 that. Now, hey, Now, how did Jesus Christ? How did Jesus Christ begin solving the problem? Number 1, he made an appearance. He showed up. And then number 2, he said peace be unto you. He pronounced peace He pronounced peace, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I wanted to learn from your father that peace is prerequisite; it's a solid foundation to the next step of solving the major problem of your life. Many of you think that always the problem must be solved before you have peace. No, you experience peace before the problem is solved. I'm going to show you how. See, see, learn to speak peace into your life. Learn it. It's okay when hands are laid upon you, it's okay when prophecies are released to you. But more than ever before, from today, I want you to know that the problem solution in your life begins with you pronouncing peace into your life. Anytime you hear bad news, and anytime you hear something that shakes your faith, don't fret. The normal thing is to fret. It's normal. When you are afraid, it's normal. But what is not normal is to yield and surrender your fears to the enemy. So here's what I do try it. Whenever you hear bad news, telephone, email, human, somebody. Instead of fretting and trying to reach your phone to start looking for Kim Foley, you call, 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 call. King Foley will not be there. You know why? Because it's a human being. He's out of coverage area. You are looking for Pastor Tippabare, Pastor Papa. You call the here. Because they are very young. They are sleeping by their wives. At the time you are calling them. But there is a man who has already made an appearance. Through your closed doors. Your closed circuit. Through your sharp heart. He's already come into your midst. you is the hope of glory pronounce peace you start by taking some breath deep breath, whenever you hear problems take breath, go to your bedroom, your sitting room, whatever don't talk to anybody, let the phone ring three, four, five, six, seven sit down quietly and then start pronouncing peace Say Lord, peace be still, peace be still. Give me peace. Peace, Lord. Peace, Lord. Peace, Lord. So you have taken seven seconds of breath. Three seconds of pronouncing. Of pronouncing peace. A total of how many minutes? Ten, Ten seconds. sit down, wait. The next voice you hear, I guarantee you, is the voice of God. It's the next voice you hear. Take breath. Sit down quietly. Pronounce peace. Say, Lord, give me peace. Peace in my heart. Peace in my mind. Peace. Sit down. The next thing you hear, pick the phone. Don't call him fully. Don't call this person. Call Apostle General. You'll get him. Apostle General is the last person you should think about. But when God is connecting you, you don't struggle. One day, a certain woman was calling Mamarita. And then, Mama Rita was, I think, the bathroom or so. So her phone was lying, and I could hear uh, the the phone ringing. And then uh, the name was running. The name was running. So I flipped it, and then I said, "Hello." Then she said, "Oh, Mama Rita." I said, "This is not Mama Rita. This is Apostle Gina." Hi, hi, how, Oh, she started worship and she was, she didn't know she was wasting my time with the worship. Oh, hello, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. I was, I was so patient. I said, This woman's wasting my time, but she, she was talk right now. He said, I just have a problem and I wanted to call my Marita. And I don't know that you picked the phone. Daddy, please help me. Why? Help me. Why? I said, Tell me the problem. So the problem was one minute, the praise and worship was five minutes. The problem she said was one minute. She had worship five minutes. Because I was you know, pick the phone. We call it divine connection. Divine connection. Take breath. Speak peace into your life. Relax. The next instruction you'll be hearing is the Holy Ghost instruction. Take the phone. Call this person. Or don't take the phone. Take a car. Go. By the time you reach there, He makes, he makes the appearance, he pronounces peace. Then the next one is an invitation for an encounter. Thomas, where are you? He said, uh, who are you? He said, I'm Jesus. When you were told that I visited, you didn't believe. So, You are the last unbelieving person over here. Every one of your colleagues is converted. You are the only unbeliever. You know why? Because you missed church the last time I came. But I have come again. Thomas, you missed church the last time. Now look at me. I'm talking to you as a father any time you miss church i really cannot tell what you miss that i'm being frank with you i don't know what you miss but i simply know that anytime you are not in church you miss something how do i know i know because of thomas's experience i'm certain about that When you are not in church, there is an uncertain atmosphere that carries some visitation. You miss it. Last Sunday, we had a a visit from our pastor from Birmingham. Uh, He and his wife, they came to bury uh, his junior brother who passed on suddenly at the age of 40. And so, uh, they were in church on Friday and then they were in church on Sunday. And they said something to me on Friday, and tears were in my eyes. I I I cried. I finished the service. I came to sit here, offering was going on. Then they came to deal before me. And then they said, Daddy, bless us. I said, I'll bless you. He said, Daddy, do you know that in UK we have never gone to church for one year because of the pandemic? Churches have been closed for one solid year. Then he tells me, he said, we've been doing Zoom, Facebook, YouTube, but daddy, coming into the presence tonight, I can tell a big difference between action and electronics. Big difference. Big difference. Increase that clap of him because God is doing something for somebody. Pastor a coma. See? I, I like this one from my son, Pastor Papa. He was in school in, uh, in London, uh, Sheffield University. So, I normally check on my children when they go to school at least once a week. And I normally do that on Sundays uh, when I finish preaching and then uh, find out how they are doing. So I called my son Papa. Then I could hear noise of screaming at the back. I said, Papa, where are you now? He said, I'm in Manchester Stadium. I said, what are you doing? They said, Manchester United is playing. I said, ah, Pastor Papa. So, as, as he was a pastor then. I said, Papa, so can't you watch on television? Must you travel from Sheffield 45 minutes? Come and buy a ticket. Hey, I said, ticket. Uh, stadium ticket. Watch football 90 minutes. And drive back. He said, daddy, you don't know. Being at the stadium is different from when you are watching TV. He said, the feeling is not the same at all. I said, wow. I I can't just tell what you miss. But like Thomas, I know that any time you don't come to church, you miss an encounter with the appearance of Jesus. That one, I'm certain about that. So advise yourself now from today. Oh, suppose you know? Uh, uh, how about the so electronic mm. and television? Electronic and television as for those who are outside Accra, not you inside Accra. If you are in Accra and you don't come to church, here is what is happening: it is like a presidential invitation to attend the inauguration of. Uh, the president of America at White House then you gave your ticket to somebody and you said you watch on television the person should make appearance there ah, do you know the business cards that he would get for showing up at the meeting vis-a-vis you watching on TV they are not the same They are never the same. Thomas, I'm giving you a second chance. Come and feel the scar. Put your hand and your fingers in my side and find out whether it is me or it is not me. Find out if I've resurrected, I'm resurrected or not. So what is a scar? The scar is the healed wounds that Jesus Christ sustained here on earth as he went to the cross to die for you and I. The wound, though healed, is going to remain with Jesus for a long time. As a matter of fact, when Jesus Christ returns, to the earth again. I haven't taught you this one, but I will teach you. Anybody who comes and says, I am the Christ. I am the Christ. I am the Christ. Just ask the person, show me your scar. Show me your side. Remove your shirt. Let me see your side. Remove your shoes. Let me see the wound on your feet. If the person shows you the scars, he is Jesus. proof? Zechariah chapter 13 verse number six. Zechariah chapter 13 verse number six. No mean person than Zechariah picked this prophecy. Look at Zechariah and one will say to him, what are these wounds between your arms? Then he will answer those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. This is new King James the the King James version is gives a better rendition. The King James Version. The King James Version. And one shall say unto him, what are these wounds in thy hands? Then he shall answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Now, Zachariah picks a revelation of the appearance of Jesus and finds out that on his appearance, the wounds and the scars that he sustained for you and I will still be there. Why? Five reasons. Number one. Number one. The the scar is the price that he carried from this earth to go and show to the father that once upon a time he walked here. So there are scars and wounds from his friends, from his relations, from people and it was because of his visit so number one the scars of Jesus are a proof of his earthly his earthly visit that he was here number two number two The scar is the trophy, the souvenir that he carried to go and show to the father. The first one that he was here. Number two, father, I have finished my work. Look at my wounds and look at my scar. Proof. This is my trophy. This is my victory. This is my souvenir that I have carried to heaven from the earth. Three. The scars of Jesus are an indication that he understands your wounds and understands your scars and understands your pain. Isaiah chapter 53 verses 3 to 5 He was wounded for our transgressions And the chastisement of our peace was upon him He was wounded for our transgression And the chastisement of our peace Was placed upon him Our peace is obtained from his wounds And his scars So number 3 reason why the scars will remain They will remain to show That he understands when you are going through what you are going through, he understands your pain. So, does God go through pain? Yes, he does. Does God cry? Yes, God cries. When does God go through pain? Amelia, God goes through pain when you go through pain. And this sherry, can I prove it? Yes, I can. Ephesians chapter number 4 verse 30 says, Wherefore, do not grieve the Holy Spirit wherewith you have been sealed against the day of redemption. Do not grieve. The word there is do not hurt. Do not cause the Holy Ghost to have pain, to sustain pain. Does the Holy Ghost have pain? Yes. How? When you grieve him. Has God got emotions? Yes. Does he cry? Yes. How do I know? John chapter 11 verse 35. And Jesus wept. The son of God wept. The God man wept. Jesus cried. Do you know why he cried my son Albert? He didn't cry because Lazarus was dead. Because around this time, he had already told them that Lazarus was not dead and that Lazarus will rise again. So he wasn't crying because of Lazarus' position. He was crying with Martha. He was crying with Mary. He was crying because his friends were crying. Because his friends his friends had lost a brother. Because his friends were hurt. His friends were in pain. Thomas, come and feel the pain. The, the scars of my hand. Come and feel it. Touch. I will carry this for a long time to remind you, Thomas, that I am in your pain. I'm in your tears. I'm in your suffering. When you suffer, I suffer. When you cry, I cry. Oh, let me give you another proof. So, Jesus met a certain troublesome man called Saul, who later became Paul. He was riding on the way on a horse to Damascus. He was going to arrest some Christians and to persecute and to kill them. That had been his hobby and his trade. He had already arrested some in Jerusalem and thrown them into prison. And he was traveling to Damascus because he, realized, he heard that some of the Christians had run away there. Then there was a light that shot. Then he fell from his horse, thumped to the ground. And then he became dazed. Jesus had given him one uppercut. Okay. They said, who is that? Who is that? Then the voice came. They said, I am Jesus. Huh? Jesus, the one that was crucified and you resurrected and it was claimed you showed yourself to people are you the one? He said I am Jesus. Then Jesus asked him a question. Why are you persecuting me? And then Paul said, but Jesus, I, I, when, was, when did I persecute you? Where did I meet you? Even when you came, I didn't see you. How did I persecute you? And then I could hear Jesus asking, answering him. Anytime you persecute the body of Christ, you are persecuting me. Anytime you hate a child of God, you are hurting me. God understands your pain. God understands your suffering. God knows what you are going through. He makes appearances always but only that Sometimes, when it comes, you don't see him because you claim the doors are shut. Let me show you how pain is distributed in the body. How the body distributes pain. So, <laughs> you are standing by the door you are seeing somebody off and the door is open halfway and then you have a four year old son whose responsibility is to close doors when the doors open that's his assignment so that mosquitoes don't come to the room so he sees you standing by the door and your fingers are locked up in the hinges of the door Aha. Uh-huh. You see the way you bow your head. Anybody who has gone through that experience before, Charlie, it's not an experience you want to... The hinges of the door. And then you two you are chatting with your husband. Okay, so I'll call you and then your your son too wants to do his work. Then he bangs the door. Oh, I thought it was your hand that... Was hit. Why is your mouth shouting? <laughs> the thing was your finger, but that your mouth is shouting. Not only your mouth is shouting, but your legs also start jumping. Oh, I thought it was your hand. When the hand is hurt, the whole body is hurt. And then the 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 your hands will send some senses. To your brains and your brains being the head of the head of uh, uh, the church Christ will respond ay, 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 ay. then first eight will start arriving from the head Christ first eight. And then, you find out that the place is bruised. So, the next thing is, uh, you have some first aid at home. So, how do you ease the pain? Para. Paracetamol. Painkiller. And you know what? How many of you will rub the painkiller and rub it on your hand? Because it was your hand that was hurt. So, you go and crush the painkiller. Then you rub it. You will never get healed. You drink the painkiller into your stomach and let it digest and let it assimilate into your blood and let the blood send back the message to your brain that as a result of the head, a painkiller has been introduced into your system your brain will send the message to your hands that peace be still from today you are not alone in your battle there is a God who is with you He wants to solve that problem. He wants to solve your fears. He wants to solve your shame, your unbelief. There is a God who understands. He weeps with you. He cries with you. You are not alone. Don't commit suicide. Don't Don't think about it. Don't think about suicide. Liverpool supporters, they have a song entitled, You are not alone. Eh? You never walk alone. But they are walking alone now. (laughs) Number one, the scar means that he was on this earth. Number two, it is his trophy to report to the father. Number three, he understands what you go through. Number four, That he has made an appearance. He has shown. He has made an appearance. Here are some scriptures. That. I want you. As group leaders. Pastors. Deacons. Believers, write them down memorize them chew them know them by heart because anytime you go and visit somebody who is hurt you need one of those scriptures when you are mourning with somebody who is bereaved you need one of those scriptures when somebody starts, stops coming to church because the person is going through suffering these are the scriptures. When armed robbers attack somebody, and you go visit, these are the scriptures. Hebrews chapter four, verse number fifteen. Hebrews chapter four, verse number fifteen. Hebrews chapter two, verse number seventeen to eighteen. Hebrews chapter 2, 17 to 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 19. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 21. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 4 2 Corinthians chapter number 1 verse number 4 Let me do for today let me do Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 17 to 18 and let me do the New Living Translation, please. Let me do the New Living Translation. Hebrews chapter 2, verse number 17. Hebrews chapter 2, verse number 17. Therefore, it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us. Moshe His brothers and sisters. So, anytime you are in pain and you are in trouble... Jesus Christ is no longer Lord. He's your brother. He's like you. He identifies with the weakness, with the pain. He has shown appearance, which is why your prayer, don't, don't fret, don't be taking the phone. Breathe in, out, in, out, seven times, and then you start asking Jesus, Lord, show up. Lord, your peace. Lord, give me your peace. Lord, give me your peace. I've been praying with somebody for a mighty financial breakthrough, um, and the reason I do is that once it gets the breakthrough, I know that my work will also progress because these are people that have been taught how to pay tight how to give prophetic seed, how to honor anointings, and how to honor altars. So, when I'm praying with said people, I pray with passion and vigor and faith. And for six months now, I've been praying with this guy. Then, in recent times, I started asking God, God, when is this guy coming to give me some good news? Lord, when is he come? Because I need money for the next level of my project. I'm building at Shilo. I want the, I want an auditorium there before you people will come for your July conference. It's a covenant I have made with God. God, I need breakthroughs. Come on, I won't pray long. I said, "Thank you, Lord. Lord, be glorified." Lord, be glorified. Lord, give me your peace. Peace, be still. Be glorified. Today, after service, he comes to me and says, uh, Can you ask your secretary to send me bank details? I'm ready now. He says, this is a pain he is in your pain. Believe me. The scars are a proof. My subject is the savior's scars. Those scars there are not scars of weaknesses or to shame him that he couldn't stand the devil. No. They are scars for emancipation, deliverance, your healing. It became ask your secretary to send me bank details. Therefore it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. Verse number 18. Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are also being tested. Since he has gone through pain, he is able to help us when we go through pain. Since he has been wounded, he is able to help us when we are wounded. Since we have been disgraced before, He is able to help us. Since He too was disgraced, He is able to help us when we are also being disgraced, when we are being humiliated. He is able, He is able, He is able. The scars of the Savior. Thomas, come and feel the scars here now. Come. Do you not believe? But blessed are those who have never seen and yet have believed. And they are the people that I'm preaching to here right now. Let me do let me do the last the last one. I'll pick the last one. 2 Corinthians 1 4. 2 Corinthians 1 4. 2 Corinthians. Also the NLT will do. Also the NLT will do. Oh no. Okay, I like the King James because of the word tribulation. Start from verse number 3. Start from verse number 3. Blessed be the God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. Who comforts us in all our tribulation, in all our sufferings and our pain, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which, he, with which we ourselves are comforted by God. You, you say you are pain. Oh, let me tell you the reason why you are paid. So that God will comfort you for you to be a comforter to somebody. That's the reason. So, don't be ashamed to tell your children what you have gone through. Don't be ashamed. Share your testimony with them because you are comforting them so that they will not go through your pain. So, woman of God, anytime God is comforting you, you know that there's a purpose. God is not comforting you because you are special. He's comforting you because of the many people who are hurting around you. That's why he's comforting you. Anytime I see your daughter singing in the choir, I'm just moved. Because I know that you are comforting them. I know that you are sharing some truths with them. I'm a specialist in paying school fees I'm a specialist in raising people from ground zero, that's my ministry to, to raise people who are nobodies and make them somebody, oh as for that God has given it to me free that's why I will make you an MP and you dare not bluff me when you become an MP that's, that's my area, that's my gift the oil, the oil to raise poor people from ground zero and make them somebody receive it right now clap your hands and shout reserve i reserve it. I receive it. Oh, ask, ask, ask him on a chip and he'll tell you, I'm a specialist in raising people from copy fee and making them bank managers. Uh, you know why you are not clapping because you are not ready for promotion, but if you are ready for promotion, you will be clapping and you'll be shouting and you'll be screaming and say, so, it's my season. It's my time. To be lifted and to be raised. Clap your hands and say, "I am ready." I am ready. Shout again and say, "I am ready." I am ready. The Lord who began it. Oh, 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 that, like that. He will come. Thank you. Come on, you are not. You are not on fire. The guy is on fire. Kaya You you know why? You know why, Doctor Nas. Because I was sacked for school fees many times. And I knew how embarrassing that was. So if God has placed me to a ministry where people pay tithes and give money. And we count money in the hundreds of thousands and millions in every year. Why should I be greedy and why should I be selfish? To be buying clothes. Every cloth in my wardrobe I never bought. The people that I comforted, after I had comforted them and paid their school fees, they buy the clothes for me. Somebody, are you running for your miracle? And shout and say, Yes! Yes! Please be seated. Every car I ride, I never bought with money. Every car is coming from the comfort. That I comforted people. I gave them the comfort that God comforted me. And when they got comforted, they came back and comforted me with gifts. Come on, celebrate because a miracle is coming this month of May. The Lord is sending you some help. I reserve it. Help is coming. I reserve it. Oh, I feel like I'm doing convention right now. Clap your hands and scream! and say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, devil, 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 you will not discourage me. You will not discourage me in my sufferings, in my sufferings, and in my pain, and in my pain. There is a purpose. There is a purpose. The purpose. The purpose is so that to so that I receive comfort. I receive comfort. Then I will comfort others. Then I will comfort others from today. From today. Anybody who will encounter me. Anybody who encounter me will receive comfort. Will receive comfort. Anybody who cross my path. Anybody who cross my path will receive it. Help. Will receive help. My God and my Lord. My God and my Lord. Bless me. Bless me. That I will be a blessing. That I will be a blessing. Comfort me. Comfort me. That I can comfort others. That I may comfort others. Heal me. Heal me. So I can heal others. So I can heal others. Lift me. Lift me. So I can lift up so others. I can lift up others. Do you believe in this prayer? Yes. Clap your hands. and so Begin to pray right prayer now. Right now in the name. Receive help. Receive help. Comfort. Comfort. Acceleration. Acceleration. Ascension. Ascension. Elevation. Elevation. Not because of you, Not because of you, but because of others. but because of others, receive your grace. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift up your voice. You Lift up your voice you see Jesus Jesus is making an appearance Jesus is showing up Allow him, allow him Allow Jesus to enter Can I hear your sweet voice? Healing is taking place right now There is power in your name this month. Jesus. Miracles happen in your name, as, lift the as we lift our voice and praise, as you and it's you that I see. A fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life changing CD, please look up the address on your CD Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.